0: I remember like not going, this is setting me on a spiral of my youth, but I remember like not making plans on Thursday nights because Glee was on and I was like, I can't go out because Glee's on at 8pm.
1: That's embarrassing for you to to admit. Welcome back everyone to Escaping Reality, the podcast where... Usually, for friends, but sometimes not, Uh, watch reality competition shows, talk about it, bless you with our voices and our opinions. So, we are joined today. I am joined. I am Anna. I'm joined by Nick and Stacy. Aggie, unfortunately, could not make it today. So, she will be absent from this episode. It's devastating. It's heartbreaking. Um, There's a chance she might pop in at the end. If, uh, if she's quick enough, but for now, it will just be the three of us. She will be back with our next episode. But today, you'll have to do without her. We all will. Today, the has spoken. We...
0: she has been voted, the tribe
1: <laughs> and voted out of the pod.
0: Sorry. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Um, I don't make the rules. But if you listen to our last episode where we talked about reality dating shows, we're kind of doing something similar today taking a more conversational approach to a genre of reality competition show. And the genre today is the singing competition show. More on that in a moment. If you are just finding our show and you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Spotify. Give us a follow on Instagram. We are at Escaping Reality Pod over on Instagram. We are at ESC RealityPod on Twitter. And we are also at Escaping Reality Pod on TikTok. So follow on all the platforms and uh, shoot us a message if you feel like saying hi. As I mentioned, we are talking about reality singing competitions today. Simple in concept, pretty straightforward uh, as a type of show, but you would be so surprised, or maybe not because you live on planet Earth, um, to hear how many different variations of the singing competition there are. And today we're just going to have a little chat about uh, our feelings on those shows, if we're fans, if we're not, some particular ones that we have some feelings about. So we're going to get into it. And uh, yeah, let's start with just our initial thoughts on, I guess, the concept of a singing competition-based television show. Stacy, I know you watch The Voice, so I have to imagine you have some initial thoughts.
2: <laughs> yes i do i i love the voice um but I, yeah i would say that's the main um comp- singing competition show that i watch um but you know back in the day i definitely watched um american idol which i feel like is where it all started um and i like i like singing competition shows um i feel like usually you get to know some of the backstory of, it, you know, of some of the um, singers or the people auditioning and they usually have very touching stories, but it's also like, it feels, you know, relatable. Like, it's not like you're learning about how Ariana Grande became, you know, famous. You're like watching an ordinary person who just happens to have a good voice, um, you know, potentially like have their life changed because of a competition. So that's what I like about it. Cause as we all know by now, I just like the kind of like touching stories and just the more of like the background. Um, so I like them. I don't watch them a ton. I mean, I watch the voice religiously, but um I'm, I know we'll get to it later, but some have just become kind of like too out there <laughs> for me. So I stick with the voice. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan for sure.
1: Nice. Nick, I know your mom watches the voice. So, do you have any no, strong I have an feeling?
0: too clearly because diane Jasek loves the voice she she religiously votes and like i don't know why or i don't not that i don't know why i the voice released this thing that you can like you have like a total amount of votes and you could put a certain percentage to one person and a certain amount to another and my mom like does math to ensure that her person that she wants to say will get enough votes and, but she also likes this person. So she's going to give them a percentage. Diane Jacek loves the voice. Very into it. Um, me a little less. <laughs> I think singing, <laughs> I think singing competitions have become so saturated that it's hard to really get invested in them because there's no payoff in the end you know nobody is getting famous anymore from singing competitions so it's hard for me to be invested in singing competitions because i know nothing is going to happen at the end of them whereas like when they first started they did actually get famous like we got little mix from the x factor in the uk we got kelly clarkson fantasia Carrie Underwood, Jennifer Hudson, like we got all these huge names that I just kind of think people forgot came from singing competitions. But nowadays, like I couldn't name a winner from American Idol for like the past 10 years or 10 seasons or whatever, let alone The Voice. I don't think anybody famous has come from The Voice and that show has been on now for like 20 seasons. So it's hard for me to give into the fantasy of a singing competition when you kind of know that no payoff is coming at the end if that makes sense
1: it definitely does and i absolutely agree with you i think we'll get into it a little bit later about like the different types of shows there are and like why why people watch and is it like something where there's going to be a winner or is the purpose of the show like the competition versus the end result um Yeah, I'm not particularly a fan of this genre of show, and I was trying to kind of trace it back to, like, why I have such an aversion to it. Because I really, it's not just, like, I don't enjoy watching them, like, I actively avoid them. Um, But I used to, you know, watch American Idol when it was the only show on back in, I don't know, 2002, whenever it started. And I think a lot of it came from when I was growing up, I was a singer. I did voice lessons. She I was a singer. She's a singer. I She's had a singer. A set of pipes for a little child.
0: Do-re-mi-so, do re bitch.
1: Do-re-mi-so, <laughs> so so But I think, like, during the rise of American Idol and these, like, types of shows, I constantly had people, when they found out I could sing, be like, you should try out for American Idol. And even, like, seven-, eight-year-old me, knew that that was just such an unrealistic thing to even want to do. And I would get frustrated when people would say that to me because you'd be surprised how many people, when they don't know what else to say, when they learn a child can sing, will say, you should try out for American Idol. And I think that is where my frustration originated from. And then now that I've spent so much of my time in the last few years, like really sort of dissecting, why certain things exist in media. I think I'm just frustrated again, Nick, like with the mm-hmm. oversaturation. And Stacy, I do hear you that like it's nice when there's a story behind the people, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's so few and far between based on like the amount of shows there are. So mm-hmm. I'm like that's nice and I like it, but I feel like it gets it gets lost in the uh in the mix. Um I do have some thoughts from Aggie.
0: Oh, before we go into Aggie, Anna you like put this memory jet set it back into my brain growing mm-hmm. up did your town because we grew up in the same area mm-hmm. did you ever hear of like western new york idol or there was like nope. buffalo mm-hmm. idol there was north Wanda yeah. idol like the town that i was from that like you went and auditioned at the tops like after high school like after Close. school one day we like went and auditioned and it was to win like a hundred dollar <laughs> amazon gift card or whatever Probably not on Amazon because back then Amazon wasn't that big of a thing but like I remember like all these idol things were popping up all over time. Pretty sure like the talent show in my high school was called like NTHS Idol. Like
1: Like, I put this as the subheading in our plan of like the absolute chokehold that the singing competition had on society and American Idol in particular when it first came out was like you couldn't get away from it and I think I think that has stuck with me where I'm like it we can't escape. We cannot yeah. escape.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so like I said, listeners, Aggie is not here today, but she did text me some initial thoughts. Um so bear with me while I read them literally word for word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you can get just... a glimpse into the inner workings of Aggie Cummings's <laughs> mind. So like <laughs> prepare yourself. Here we go.
1: So Aggie said, okay so my biggest thoughts were about colon the influence american idol has had it was the first to do it but now it's basically the least interesting version however their people i think like their contestants have had the most longevity and i'm wondering if that's because now we have way too much saturation in the market as with most media in 2022 or because the people are just not as talented which tbh i don't think is true Second, we now have things like The Masked Singer and that weird version that's like Avatar singing or the one that's like, let's look at you and see if we think you're good at singing or not, basically because of appearance, which just seems wild and leans into stereotypes way too heavily. But for why did this happen? How did we decide this was the version of singing competition that America wants? Also, we have fully taken what American Idol, etc. was, and use it to exploit people who aren't talented for the laughs at times. They always show people who are bad and just laugh, which sometimes just hurts my heart. All fair points and all, honestly, excuse me, um, things that I think are going to come up as we talk through the next couple topics, um, particularly the people that we exploit for laughs. Um, So moving into the next phase of our discussion, I guess I was thinking about, we've all kind of said like American Idol was the big one that sort of kick started the massive trend of these shows in, you know, popular media. And I was reflecting on how I think like you guys said, it used to be a big deal to win American Idol. I think because there were so few other shows like it and it really mm-hmm. had you on like center stage at least in America and then like all the international versions of which there are like, I'm sure in every country, whatever idol. I'm like, it really meant something to win because you were the only one who people were like, that is the American idol. Um, And now not so much. And so I was kind of questioning like, okay, then what is the draw still? Like, what is the reason that people would go on these other shows knowing full well that like, it's oversaturated and you can like you, you have a better chance essentially of like putting a video of yourself singing on TikTok and getting discovered. And I do think that's why a lot of these shows have become more gimmicky. But it had me questioning, like, okay, if the odds of you actually getting famous and becoming a professional singer from a singing competition are pretty low, why do it? And like what is the competition then?
2: I mean Definitely, like, I know they don't get as famous as, you know, early American Idol days. Um, but I do feel like the some of the winners of The Voice, like, it's... They're still... I mean, you get, like, a contract or you get, like, some kind of record deal, you know, that I feel like a lot of times it's hard to get just on your own, you know? Um And the people even... Okay, I'm sorry, those said. But even people who um don't go super far, I feel like they they do gain some followers. So it's kind of like what we talked about last week or last time with um The Bachelor where it's like you know your chances are slim to win, but it's still some exposure. So I think that. And again, I'm only talking about The Voice because I don't even watch American Idol anymore. But I feel like for some they're kind of, well, okay, and I will say for The Voice, you do get to work with a top you know like um either John Legend Kelly Clarkson like you get coached by them so like Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times you do leave a better singer um and some of the coaches will like stay in touch with you so it can help you get some connections um Blake always tells his Blake Shelton always tells his people like we're gonna stay in touch and I will say that's my last point speaking of Blake Shelton I mean I feel like he has won the most I think um or his team and even with like and I don't know if Aggie would know for sure if that's true, but I just have noticed he wins a lot, or he at least always has someone in the final. And um, it's not, even when it's not a country singer, but I feel like he, he, like a lot of people watching are Blake Shelton fans. And so I feel like people do choose his team sometimes. Oh my God, Sydney. Sydney has oh, a passionate...
0: Get out, Sydney. Just... Get out. Uh,
2: anyway. Anyway. Uh... She's supposed to be, like, doing this command where she stays still, but anytime she hears my voice, she moves. So, anyway. um, But, anyway, Blake. So, I feel like some people choose Blake Shelton, (laughs) like, even though they they would rather be with, like, Alicia Keys, because they're, like, I will get a lot of exposure and just, like, a lot of connections. So, it's definitely not the same as back when, like, Kelly Clarkson won, you know, American Idol, but.
0: I think one of the big draws is just, like, singing in general if that makes sense, like people like to listen to music and they, I know for me, if I'm ever home and my mom has it on, it's not like I run away from the TV, Um, but I will like sit there and listen. And some of the covers of famous songs are interesting. And it's cool to like hear one of your favorite songs by somebody done by someone else. And I think that's a draw for me at least but i think for others too because if you look online on twitter or instagram sometimes covers from these shows do go viral like i know like once or twice a season on the voice like a clip of a woman singing or somebody singing will go viral because they're really great and i think that's cool and i think that's still like the big draw is that people just love music and that they want to listen to music so i think that's definitely a big draw but then i think also if we look at the demographics like the people who watch the voice are the same people who like still watch like daytime talk shows like jerry springer you know people are kind of like stuck in that sense of like this is what i always do on a tuesday night you know why of course i'm gonna watch the voice like this is my tuesday night and it's like the facebook moms and you know like
2: wow i feel attacked
0: i said that would love stacy but like it's my mom you know like I, like that's like the demographic of people and i just think that group of people like to have routine and i mm-hmm. think singing shows have become routine that if they all just kind of disappeared if they didn't have one to watch every week people would feel a type of way about it that's getting into like some psychology stuff that i'm not here to (laughs) dissect that's just my very bare minimum theater degree ass talking
1: but i do think like and to expand on your point like i think that's why there has been such success with this type of show over the years is like at its core it's very simple and you like aside from the weird really like postmodern masked singer etc that we're getting now like you kind of know what you're going to get when you sit down to watch like American Idol or the voice. Like you're going to sit, you're going to meet people. You're going to hear them sing. Someone's probably going to go home at the end. Someone's going to win. So like, there's not much to be worried about, I guess. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I can see why people enjoy them on the flip side. um, And this is kind of maybe going to be our like vibe check of the genre. We'll see how the convo goes. Um, on the flip side i'm like okay we talk about why people continue to compete and like what that draws for them on the flip side what is the draw for people to watch keeping in mind what i just said and what we all just said which is like you know what you're gonna get and i think that's where we start to get a these new like super bizarre i can you can see see me and i i can see your voice or whatever the heck it is or like alter ego where you're like singing as an avatar um and i think it's why back in the early 2000s we got so many of those like quite exploitative uh contestants and aggie mentioned that in the thoughts that she sent were like william hung comes to mind was that his mm, name
0: yeah it was i yeah, was gonna bring him up William Hung,
1: and like that that was rough like that was bad mm-hmm. and we just let that happen um mm-hmm. i even think of um was it britain's got talent or the x factor with susan boyle mm-hmm. she's saying i dreamed a dream and like she was fabulous but the internet mm-hmm. was like extra impressed because they didn't expect it because of the way that she looked and i'm like i guess mm-hmm. he ended up being successful but like i feel like it was a little bit for the wrong reasons like, they, they positioned her to be, like, oh, they're going to think that she's, you know, a disaster or whatever. And then, obviously, she has an incredible voice. But, um, I, I mean, we all know, like, it, it's the first episode of every season of American Idol where they show the auditions. And for every great singer who makes it through, they show you, like, three or four absolutely terrible, really, like, stereotypical people. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was like, so much a part of the show. Yeah, um, so not great.
2: I kind of forgot that was a part of American Idol, but yeah, that I was not a. I mean, it's sad because I think we all thought it was funny at some, you know, certain times. But um, yeah. yeah, looking back, it's like that was really just. I mean, imagine being those people watching it later because they truly thought, you know, I mean, they went to audition like they thought they were had a chance. So. Yeah, that part was not, was not great. <laughs> I think like,
0: I don't know. I feel, I feel both sides of that, you know, like, yeah, I get it. We shouldn't be exploiting people and like doing that aspect of it. Like it was, you know, what, the William Hans situation, Susan Boyd, like I understand that side of it, but at the end of the day, like they do sign up to go audition on a singing show, like, publicly you know like th- mm-hmm. th- they, there has to be something in their mind that like they have to expect it they have to understand like what they're doing and what they're signing away and that has to be in their brains it's kind of like when we talk on survivor or like any reality competition show you can't get mad at the edit because you said what you said on the screen you know like you can't get mad at what people have to say about what you said because you said it you sign the contract, they can do whatever they want. And, like, that doesn't mean that we should be editing people always negatively, but, like, you do understand that this is part of going on a reality competition show. And I remember when American Idol, because remember it, like, ended, and then like, two years later, it was like, we're back! Brand new! But it's the (laughs) same show with different judges, but, like, literally, Ryan Seacrest is still the host, so it's the same thing. Um... And they're and like I remember when it first announced it was coming back, they said we're gonna be nicer, we're not gonna show all of the auditions, and literally ratings were terrible mm-hmm. because America liked people like to watch for those first three, four episodes of watching those terrible auditions. And like, I'm not gonna lie, like sometimes when I am drunk and like come home after a night out you just watch people's like exiting from American Idol auditions. And they're like, they're wrong. I'm going to go to Hollywood. Like I'm the best person. My mom says it all the time when I sing at the backyard cookout, like I'm amazing. Cheryl tells me this always. And like, they're still funny to watch. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm a terrible person, but, like, it... You might have a sixth sense of humor. Like, we all think it's funny when somebody says something stupid on Survivor, right? But, like, is it bad that we're exploiting these people on Survivor? Maybe, but they, you signed up for it. You signed up to be exploited. And, like, I, I'm just saying, like, you know what's gonna happen. Maybe not the first season, but after season one, you saw... What went on? And you said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to still do that. So, like, how, how bad do I actually feel for you? That, eh, yeah.
1: I feel like the part that makes me feel bad is I remember reading different stories of, like, essentially the producer manipulation mm-hmm. of people during the audition process. Not so much the people who would, like, go in and be bad singers, but the people that would either get, like, really angry or really emotional, like, they would essentially, like, trick them in what they told them about either the timing or, like, if their family was going to be there, or they would say, like, you're going through and then right. actually not. Like, it was quite um, manipulative, wow. but that was more to manipulate people's emotions and not the actual, like, let's embarrass bad singers, because that that's its own.
0: Yeah, and- I think that's that's the issue. Have you guys heard of um the pink impersonator yes oh. yeah yeah, yeah. From the there. On, let it, me find her name
1: it's is long story short stacy yeah. it was this sort of infamous clip from the x factor i'm sorry did you say that you did hear no. about it or no i don't want to explain
0: you if you didn't Zo alexander zoe alexander,
1: so, zoe alexander it was this infamous clip it's gone it's gone around tiktok a lot too where yeah she was on the x factor and Nick, you can probably tell it better because I, yeah, I get but, it mixed up of like what she did first.
0: Mm-hmm. So her name is Alexander. She's like a known pink impersonator. Um, and she went on X Factor UK or like whatever. they. I think it's X Factor UK. They She went on there and she performed a non-pink song and the producers went up to her after and said, hey, we're going to have you audition again. We want you to sing a pink song because that's what you're known for. And that's like, What your label's going to be on the show. And she was like, I don't really want to, but like, I'll just play by the rules. And then she performs it and the judges like ripped her apart and basically said, why would you choose to do a pink song? Show us your own personality. We don't want to see you doing pink. And she basically, like, exposed the producers. She, like, on calls
1: them tape. out on stage. It's awesome. She literally
0: was like, you, I didn't want to sing Pink. You all told me to sing Pink. <laughs> and all the judges were, like, gaslighting her, being like, oh we never said any of this. Like, what are you saying? And she's, like, throws the microphone at the stage and storms off. And basically, like, <laughs> she was manipulated to do that because they wanted a crazy reaction. And they knew, like, they wanted. That. I think that's... A big issue for sure. Like I'm not condoning that at all because that's if you watch the clip, it's very uncomfortable to watch yeah. it. I'm not condoning that by no means.
1: But I I do think like we have seen it change. Like that's very typical of the early two thousands mm-hmm. any reality for show. Sure. And like unfortunately, I think like, the the general moving on from that type of producing has led us to, like, The Masked Singer and Alter Ego and all of these, like, super gimmicky shows where it's like, okay, if we're not going to bring the manipulative drama, how are we going to get people to tune in? Let's be outrageous. <laughs> Maybe we've tipped the scale too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about these weird... I mean, weird might be the wrong word. I don't want to offend... The creators are the people that like these shows. Um, I mean, we've all enjoyed a clip from The Masked Singer from time to time. I've never watched an episode, but I've, you know, consumed it We've all concept. seen Wendy
0: Williams. We've all seen <laughs> Wendy
1: Williams. I've seen Kermit the Frog pop out of that snail puppet thing. Ooh. Like, I, I can be amused by it, but I don't need to sit down and watch an entire episode of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, I'm glad that you guys are being creative. But I'm just not, I'm not interested in it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't even know the like, I've never seen an episode of The Masked Singer or I don't know what Alter Ego is. So yeah, like, I've just heard of some of the celebrities that were on The Masked Singer, but I don't even get the premise. Like, is it just to guess who the
0: singer
1: is? I think yeah, the judges are trying to guess who each celebrity
2: is. Oh,
0: okay. Like the judges are character. trying to guess, and then they get revealed, and there is a winner. Uh, but the thing is, is like it's all filmed within two weeks. Whoa, dang! And then it's, and it's because like the new season is filming now. Did y'all hear about like that Rudy Giuliani? Oh, I was unmasked. he
1: gonna be on the masked singer
0: he was unmasked and then yeah. robin thick and ken Jeong, ooh, is that? ken jong ken jong they both Jeong. walked off set they're like no we're not doing this with him like if no 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 no, we're not doing it so i don't know if they're gonna air his part of it but
1: Dang. anyway
0: i i think america tv american tv cinema like everything copies what's successful other places Mm -hmm. and then makes a copy of a copy and continues that formula until it's no longer working so we had the masked singer and i believe it started in japan which it feels like a very japan show you know Mm -hmm. yeah it feels like one of those like crazy japanese game shows but now we brought it to america which they've done before. Do you guys remember like Hole in the Wall? Like that was also a Japanese game show and stuff. So like they've done this before and this one like stuck and then they did, okay, The Masked Dancer Mm -hmm. and now they have Alter Ego, which is essentially the same version of this because instead of putting a mask on though, you're an AI technology thing. And so it's just like making a copy of what's working and what's successful and like this can like even go like just to the singing show in general, American Idol was successful. So then we got um, The Voice and then we got X Factor. And then they're like, Man, what else would work? Maybe So You Think You Can Dance. Let's bring on some dancing now and stuff. And so it's just like the copy, paste, make a copy of that copy, whatever's going to get a, give us the more money and like whatever is starting to work. Let's see how far we can push what's working until people are done with it.
1: I I mean, isn't every singing competition just trying to be Eurovision? I can't.
0: I've never watched Eurovision.
1: (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Nick, it's literally the gayest thing on the planet. I know.
0: I'll watch this year. Where do we watch it, though? Isn't it just Europe?
1: To be fair, I haven't watched it since I was living in the UK. And I I didn't know what it was until I was there. And then they were like, Eurovision's on. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Um... Those those of you that are listening that don't know what Eurovision is, it is a song competition wherein the entire continent of Europe competes. The European Union, every country submits an original song and they compete to be continental champions. And it is hampy. It is heartwarming. It is so many hours long (laughs) to watch. And then the people vote. So it's interactive.
0: I, I've i seen clips. Like, that's where that song, the I'm not your toy, not your toy. It's better than
1: any singing competition that is on oh TV gosh. in America.
2: Wow. I did not know about that at all.
1: <laughs> You'll go down a rabbit hole if you, like, give it a Google. It's wild. But, I mean, it's it's... Quite difficult, if not impossible, to argue against um, the pervasiveness of the singing competition, and particularly, like, American Idol, in, in my opinion, as the OG in popular media, especially in America. Like, honest to God, all I could think of when I was sitting down to think about this episode is... The bonus feature from the DVD of Shrek 2, where you get to Ugh. play Far, Far Away Idol.
0: Yes! I used to play that for hours. I'm not even joking.
1: I'm <laughs> like, for why, though? Like, why did they oh animate Simon Cowell and put all the characters in a singing competition? Like, for why, it was just that popular. And that seems oh, wow. insane to me now.
0: Oh, my goodness. I like... Yeah, the chokehold it had, and I truly think like it was just like it's kind of like very similar to what Drag Race is now. Hmm. Of like, it's, it has this chokehold on, I mean, like more so on the gay community, but like even like straight moms are watching it now and like very just into it. Just the moms, just the moms. No other and then the, the dads are there by accident or. <laughs> Honestly, like, medical TV shows. Like, the things that have choked and people, like, are mm-hmm. st- cop shows. There are so many cop shows. And it's just, like, why do we have this fixation on one genre? Because if you've seen one episode of Law & Order, you've seen them all. <laughs> if you've seen one episode of Grey's Anatomy, I can do, you know how to do surgery. You don't need to watch any other medical drama. Like, you know what's going to happen. So it's, like, I why? Think- I don't know.
1: I feel like the difference is, though, that, like... It seeped its way outside of just television. Mm. Like mm. you can have like, like you said, like you had a North Tanawanda idol.
0: Yeah.
1: At tops. Like what? Like,
0: <laughs> like you cannot
1: market. escape it. And I don't know if it maybe has something to do with like singing has just existed for all of forever mm-hmm. that like, I'm sure that the singing competition as a, thing goes back like far in history so like Mm -hmm. it's always been here so it's always gonna be here
0: i think it's like a universal thing people can correct me if i'm wrong but i think american idol was like one of the first things that america was involved in
2: yeah the voting
0: like the voting (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> no
1: <laughs> i was like well we skipped it's, world war ii pretty much we
0: yeah, yeah. uh, are not for world war three but you know american idol will always be there okay. No, like, the voting i remember calling in after every episode mm. and like me and my sister's fighting over who we're going to vote for with our one landline <laughs> but i think like that's why it had a chokehold because it was one of the first things that America was truly voting for that like besides like government and politics but
1: wasn't there like a year i don't know if it was american idol or maybe something else maybe it was like the kids choice awards or some nonsense where like the number of people that voted for x thing was more than voted in the election
0: oh my gosh maybe and like There's i think that like had that. to be a big gimmick to it of like you're watching this TV show, you're watching something happen, and that was the other thing too, is happening in real time. Yes. Yeah. Like it was truly in real time. You were involved with it. So like i like Kelly Clarkson, we as America, essentially, voted for her to have a music career. Mm-hmm. And so we got to watch her humble beginnings. We got to vote for her to get her to the end. Then we got to vote for her to win. And then we got to go out and buy her CDs and listen to her on the radio. And it's like, that's, she's our sweetheart. We did this. We gave it to her. We love her. We picked her. Like there, that has to be part of the reason why people were so entranced by it. Because it wasn't like sports where you have no control. You just had to root okay. for your team to win and just pray that they did. You had control. You could rally people to vote for who you wanted and I think like even nowadays like if you tweet with the hashtag like Team Kelly or whoever it is like they get more votes and so you can interact with people on Twitter now and interact with people on Instagram and just click through the hashtag to find more fans and so I think like it just it truly involves people and that's why people had such a chokehold because it's that like they get to own
2: it yeah I think it was one of the first where it was more like real time you know and so it was one of those things where like if you didn't watch it that night everyone's going to talk about who won and you would get spoiled which now that's like you know that can happen with like everything but I feel like that was one one of the first things where it's like most people are going to watch to see who goes home or who wins um, and so yeah I'm sure, I mean I'm sure the viewing like the numbers were you know huge when this first started because I remember like watching to see and you know Ruben Stuttered was one of the first and I remember he was from um I think it was from Birmingham so all of Alabama was like we got to watch tonight and see if Ruben Stuttered makes us proud but it was it was one of the first like communal you know experiences which I do think which I love those kinds of things like I you know Nick, well all three of us were watching Euphoria and I feel like it's one of those things where not everyone is watching it and I would not advise, it's not for everyone (laughs) but it's one of those things where you know like people who are watching it are watching it in real time and then talking about it the next day and like there aren't a ton of shows like that anymore although I think in the pandemic there were you know that was happening more Um, but yeah I think that's what was like so captivating about American Idol and I feel like it's just like, even now with the voice, like, I don't think it's that same way, you know, even though I try to watch it live. Like, I don't think it's like the whole country is watching to see who goes home, you know?
0: Yeah. And like with that too, like, I remember you had to watch it Monday nights and get your votes in because voting closed. Mm-hmm. Like, at, like because then the result show was Tuesday. Yeah. And so like you had to watch it Monday so you can like pick who to vote for before the votes closed, so that your person stayed. Yeah, and it was like you had to be strategic. I also think back back then, back in our back in younger day. years, in my day. You
1: couldn't,
0: you couldn't re- like watch anything again. We had to. I don't know if any of y'all did, but we had to like physically like put in a VHS on our VHS player, click record, to like have it record if we ever wanted to watch something again later. And it's like, you didn't have the option to miss a show and just go back and watch it or watch something on TV or like on streaming service. Like it was all live TV. And so I think that was also like a big part too, is like everybody... Knew that it was Monday nights that you're gonna watch Idol tonight. Mm-hmm. Like in school, everyone's like, "Oh, are you ready to watch Idol?" And then you would go back on Tuesday. And be like, did you watch it last? Like, it was such a thing because nobody else had anything else to do. Yeah. Like, what were, were you doing? Other shows on. <laughs> There's yeah. it was
1: like Monday that night. was also the thing too. What a time. That was also-
0: <laughs> it was oh, no, I kinda like. No, I kind of miss it. Yeah. Prime time TV. <laughs> like you had to. Yeah, it's it's weird that we like used to just like from 8 to 10 we were watching tv and like 8 to 9 was on abc and then 9 to 10 was on cbs if you wanted to watch two different show. like the, the timing and i remember like not going this is setting me on a spiral of my youth but i remember like not making plans on thursday nights because glee was on and i was like i can't go out because glee's on at 8 p.m
1: that's embarrassing for you to, to admit. Um, I have to stop us because we're minutes away from the halftime show. So I'm going <laughs> to move us into rapid fire. This has been an awesome discussion, though. Um,
0: it's thrilling. I, mean,
1: I think we've all had a lot of great points, and I'm going to hit us with a couple fun rapid fires um, because we're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday, and I don't care about football, but I do want to watch the halftime show. So oh, we're going to wow. rip through them. If you were going to audition for a singing competition, what song would you sing? Personally, I would sing Fearless by Taylor Swift because it's my go-to karaoke song. So I feel like, you know, it's fun. It's playful. It's in my range. Nick, do you have a song?
0: Um, so my idea, if I were to go on a singing competition show, it would be like the ones from early 2000s in the UK where you were auditioning for parts in West End musicals. So they had, like, the Nancy's, they had, like, Joseph. So I would sing, like, a musical theater song in that show to get on. One of my go-to songs, like, Bring Him Home from Les Mis. That was, like, my college audition song. So I, like, whip that baby out, ready to go. What
1: about you, Stacey?
2: Oh, my gosh. I, you know, this is why I should have read these beforehand. But I would, I think the first thing that came to mind, which I really do think that, like, in karaoke, if I were to do karaoke, I could, I could do it pretty well. So I would do it for the voice would be The Climb by Miley Cyrus. I think I could bring some tears yes. into the room. Uh, a
1: good that's, one.
0: That's <laughs> iconic. Oh, okay. wait, Anna, I'm going to change my answer. I would sing Joy to the World from Sister Act 2. The you know what? Album. Of course you would. full.
1: Um, full stop. Okay. If you were on a singing competition, who is a celebrity judge slash coach that you would either want to work with or on the flip side, be happy to be rejected by. I think if we're talking current famous musicians, singers, um, I'm going to go Doja Cat because it would be so much fun to work with her and I feel like she'd be like so real with you if she was rejecting you um, and it'd be like hilarious. So that is my pick. Stacey, any ideas?
2: i would love to work with alicia keys and john legend when i watch the voice i just like fall in love with them every time rejected i mean blake shelton could reject me that's fine <laughs> like, that's fine take it
0: um i would want to work with lizzo Ooh. like 100 percent. lizzo would be amazing um Re-rejected by, this is gonna be wild, Mariah Carey, because she would be such a bitch about it, and she would read you so harshly that, like, you would be upset, but you'd be like, that was iconic, you know? Like, she hates J-Lo, too, so it's just like, you know what, if she hates J-Lo, she can hate me.
1: Yeah. The bar is so high that we won't hit it. Okay, last rapid-fire question, and this one came from Aggie, you guys. She sent it in, and she asked if... The goal is to actually get famous. What show do you think you should go on? Or does that show even still exist? I'm hesitant to say that it's truly fully possible to become like a famous singer. But I think if I had to pick, I would pick The Voice. Kind of like for the reasons that you were saying earlier, Stacey, because of the partnership Mm -hmm. and working with one of the coaches. Like at the very least, you're building that relationship. And then, like, maybe you can call it in later. So I think that's probably the, your best bet.
0: I think it's not necessarily a singing show, but a lot of singers have won it. I would say America's Got Talent. And I think because, like, it sets you up with a show in Vegas immediately so like, you win the competition and then you go to Vegas and you do a residency for however many months you get or however many like weeks, whatever it is. And I think you could take that and capitalize on that more because it's like quick right away. Whereas in the voice, like you had to take time to record your album and like by that time you kind of become less relevant.
2: Um, I would do the voice just because it's my, it's my favorite one. And I do think, but, like, I, I do think there are some that are, they're not, like, on the radio all the time, but they, like, are doing, they're making good money and, like, doing well.
0: You know what I will so. say, Stacey, you too, I know on this recent season, they had, there was a trans boy and his father, and yeah. I don't watch The Voice, but the sun was coming up on my TikTok and Instagram Ooh. a lot. And he was in, his coach was Ariana Grande and he was interacting with Ariana Grande and Ari was interacting back. And I think he has a really smart idea that like, if you're going to do it, you got to be social media savvy and you got to work. You can't just do the show and expect that to work for you. If you want to take this and capitalize, you got to making content, yeah. pushing yourself out there and keeping yourself relevant, not just doing the show. It's
2: not yeah. like, it and Ariana also like loved was like in love with the, him and his dad, <laughs> so yeah. that helps. Like that
0: helps, you know.
1: <laughs> well, you guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, we missed you very dearly, Aggie. Aggie will be back with us next week. If you listening have been like, where is she? Bring her back. She's coming back.
0: In our thoughts
1: and prayers. Um, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, Like I said at the start, be sure to subscribe to our show, give us a follow, rate and review. We love all of that stuff. We love interacting with you guys. And if you liked this episode and the last one that we did and this sort of more uh, genre-based conversation, definitely let us know um, and let us know what other genres you might be interested in hearing us discuss. Um, Because I think we've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. We will see you on the next episode. Survivor is starting up again very soon. And if you didn't see on our Instagram, we're all going to be together in person for the first time very soon. So lots of updates will come out of that. And thanks for following along. Thanks for listening. And thanks for escaping reality with us. Bye. Bye.